True joy only comes from Jesus. And it's not just an outward, natural happiness that we experience. It's a deep satisfaction within our souls of knowing that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we have to share that joy with others. Hello, hello, and welcome to Unspeakable Jonathan. Now, you may be asking yourself, wait a minute, this is not the usual podcast to which I subscribe. What's really going on here? Well, we have a treat for you today. My name is Jonathan Sixtos. I am the little brother of Joy Sixtos, whom you usually hear. And today we're going to do a special episode called Meet the host. So I'm excited to introduce to you your usual host and my sister, Joy Sixtos. How are you doing today, Joy? Hey, Jonathan, I'm doing well. By the way, great opening. I love that. Well, I'm glad to be on the show, and today we're going to be doing a lot of talking about the show, but I'll go ahead and introduce myself briefly before we dive into the topics. So for those of you who don't know who I am, I was born about three and a half years after Joy, And we were born out of revival. I really encourage you to go back and hear some of the previous episodes where she went through the testimony of our birth and our mother who was struggling and dealing with uh, health issues, but then trusted and believed God. And even our pastors, which we celebrate in Pastor Appreciation Month, another topic on the podcast. And they were obedient to the moving of the Spirit and the direction of the Holy Spirit. And we were birthed through revival. So we've really had a calling on our lives growing up. So I've carried that calling through uh, education and through ministry. So I graduated with secondary teacher certification from Texas State University after a couple years at Victoria College and began working at a local school district here just about eight years ago, almost in January. And I've also been very active in ministry throughout the crossroads and even uh, contributing to national ministry organizations as well. So it's been exciting, and I I like to describe myself as Joy's biggest cheerleader. I often share with my youth class, because I'm the youth pastor at our church, that I want to be like her when I grow up. So speaking of my older sister, who has many gifts and talents, we're going to dive into her ministry experience. Now, as most of you know, she does have uh, what we would call a secular job. She has a day job, and this podcast is something that God has called her to do. So we'll start off Joy, give us a little peek behind the curtain. What is your ministry training and background? Well, thank you, Jonathan, and thank you again for being a guest host here on the podcast. It's an honor to have you here. It's always a blessing to be able to share this platform with you as we reach out to friends and family, ministry colleagues, not only domestically here in the United States, but all across the world. So thank you for being a help today. And yes, we're talking about meet the host, meet me. Um, Of course, sometimes people actually do that in the beginning of their podcast, but when this podcast launched, launched, and I know that's what we're going to be talking about today, was actually in the prime introduction of the pandemic to our country and to the world, uh, but mostly to the United States. And so the first topic that I had on my heart was great peace. And that was sharing about how the Lord is helping us and sustaining us and giving us that sense of calm and assurity that everything was going to be okay. So as far as my background and starting out in ministry and uh, my credentials, as people say, I would have to actually go back to the time where I was seven years old and you were three. 
And our father had an accident here on the new property where we're actually recording at today. Mm-hmm. Um, and our parents had just bought that in 1992. But in 1993, dad had an accident and he actually fell off our windmill here in the country. Um, he had a drastic episode that happened and he fell to his death and he shares more about what he experienced and how he had an an out-of-body experience and praise God for the fact that we prayed for him as a family even you at three years old you know by faith in your little heart we prayed for him that he would live and not die to declare the works of the Lord and so we saw vividly and powerfully firsthand the resurrection power of Jesus Christ evident before our eyes bring our father back from the dead and so thank god you know he came back to life there of course were some physical ailments and issues that he had to overcome and and different things that we work through as a family throughout the years because of the choices made Mm -hmm. and the consequences of that choice being that accident and other things that uh, subsequently went on after that but i would base my ministry experience and calling not only supernaturally like you said, from the fact that we were birthed out of revival, from the fact that God called us from our mother's womb and even before then, from the foundations of the earth to be prophets and priests to the nation, to our generation, to other generations. But I would go back to this experience and say that as young children, the fact that we saw the power of God manifesting before our eyes, what we experienced, what we felt in the physical in the natural and even in the supernatural things we felt individually corporately as a family has led us to this moment where we are has led us to different decisions and choices we made and i made as a young person to serve god to honor god to strive to live a holy life like the scriptures say to do our best to shun you know wickedness and evil and walk in holiness and it's not been easy there are temptations there are struggles there are you know different things you go through whether it's personal internal whether it's external whether it's from the enemy but i believe all in all ministry has progressed the ministry of first of all putting yourself last not first because jesus advances us to favor and places of position and honor and influence but putting ourselves last and saying okay i humble myself i've experienced your power i've experienced faith and action manifesting things that we believe for as young children and i've seen god's goodness and therefore i want to give back I want to serve. I want to be a blessing to others. That's awesome. So the background of experiencing God's power at a young age, knowing that you were called, feeling that call, and even, thank God, answering that call. So that's amazing, that foundation. Now walk us through a little bit of kind of your formative years. What did your schooling look like in regards to ministry? I know that you have uh, various degrees in you know, business administration and different things, but talk to us about the ministry side. Uh, walk us through your journey through Bible school and your certificates and your degree. Right. So as far as credentials go, yes, I did get my undergraduate degree of Bachelor of Business Administration, which I felt would also help in the ministry, um, helping to be organized, helping to run ministry and leadership positions, helping to manage different teams within ministry to help advance the kingdom of God. I also went to Bible college after that, and I attended Christ for the Nations Institute in Dallas, Texas, and was able to sit under generals in 
in the faith from all across the world. It was a great desire of mine. And actually, I was meditating on this the other day, Jonathan. The way that I found out about CFNI was through our cousin Lee Oglesby, which we've had on the show. Right. She is a seasoned minister and missionary that has touched nations for the Lord. And before I even headed to college, while I was about a junior in high school, we were talking about different things and she mentioned Christ for the Nations to me. And it sparked interest because she talked about missions and the mission field. And for those of you that know me, you know that is my heart. Definitely. Yes, ministry in general. Yes, domestic, you know, local ministry. But missions is my heart, touching the nations. And so when she said that, that just sparked something in my spirit, led me to research Christ for the Nations. And ultimately, after getting my college degree, I headed out. So I did go out to Dallas, Texas and live there and just sat under the anointing, sat under the ministry of these people, the Lindsays, others that God has called to walk with them that have sent the gospel out to the nations through various formats, whether it's through the Bible college, Mm -hmm. through literature for the nations, through building roofs for churches around the globe, and even through printing different material in tons of languages to reach and, and share the gospel to unreached people groups. So I got my credentials there. And they've been ministering and helping the local churches around the area. And they've even contributed to our local ministry, the Good News Church, in many ways with literature and with support and even in printing. Can you explain kind of the relationship? We were able to use them to advance and to promote the testimony of one of our uh, associate ministers, right? Yes, absolutely. So a couple different things on that, Jonathan. I did make the networking and the connections as I graduated with my diploma and also got licensed under their Christ for the Nation Fellowship of Ministers and Churches. So that education helped launch me out into the ministry God has given me today, and it helped me to network and build connections. And so part of that networking, yes, is what you're you're talking about, that we've had outreaches on behalf of our local church where a couple in particular in charge of literature for the nations actually came down here within one day, drove to our area and gave us several different pieces of literature for free that we handed out to the local community. And also we had another network connection where Sister Alice Solis, I've referenced her, I believe, on the show before and in different ways that I've ministered. She was actually called to share her testimony in various different ways with people. And God's going to do great things through the process of sharing that. But she has also written a book about her testimony. And actually maybe a year ago, she was needing another publication of her book to come out and be released for some ministry activities and different things going on. And it was definitely God's timing. God worked everything out perfectly for this particular event that she was going to be needing new copies of her book released. And so I put her in contact with a publisher that works primarily with and through Christ for the Nations. And she was able to get her book published and people were able to read it. We've even gotten good feedback and testimonies of how that book through that particular event where it was released and others has been an example of God's, again, resurrection power in a sense in what God did through Alice's life. So praise God for that. Amazing. And so this ministry sows into other ministries, builds the church 
all around the world, especially through missions as well. Can you tell us just uh, what was the degree certificate diploma that you had from there? And then talk to us about the next steps. That was not the end of that adventure, was it? That is so true. So I did graduate with my advanced diploma in pastoral leadership, also with a concentration in global missions. So that was a blessing. I was able to fast track myself in a sense and get that within a year. So that was also a blessing as well. And so, yes, the next step after that, I of course still felt I wanted to get more education to help myself in the natural for ministry purposes. Of course, you know our family's big on education. We we know you have the Holy Ghost, you have the anointing, you have supernatural wisdom from the Lord. But we believe also that there's a mixture. Of course, we're in this natural world. Like you mentioned, I have a secular job at the moment. So, you know, you need to educate yourself to survive, be productive and give back to others. But I took my education a step further, primarily focusing on the ministry. So I did attend an online school through Southwestern Assemblies of God University out of Waxahachie, Texas. It's near Dallas. And I heard about them through CFNI. And there I received in 2013 my Master's of Arts degree in Bible and Theology. So I studied theological studies. We did touch on doctrine of the Christian faith, and then we also went into Old Testament, New Testament, and other things like that. Applied theology. Exactly. Not necessarily the practical side, which we've thankfully had experience in our local church at Good News Church in the Victoria, Texas area. We've had a lot of the practical side, and now that God has allowed us to step out in ministry and minister to other local bodies during revivals, a lot of different things, and now through the podcast, we've been able to stretch our wings, but yes, that was more the applied. Awesome. So we congratulate you on your pursuit of education, not just like you said, not just for yourself, but knowing from a young age that all of this was for a purpose towards a cause. Like the Bible says, daily we press towards the mark of that high calling. And so in this uh, new normal that we're experiencing here, trust me, I work at a public school with high school teenagers. It is not a normal year by any stretch of the imagination. But the gospel still needs to get out. So let's shift gears here a little bit and talk about what prompted you to start a podcast, this podcast, in fact, Unspeakable Joy. Great question. So, of course, for those of you that have been following my ministry that the Lord has given me, you know that I had the honor of being in charge of a local Bible study that our pastors have had us heading up, even as a family, Jonathan. Over the last several years, we've been able to be a blessing to the local community for a combined total of about six years. And so we used to do those Bible studies on a weekly basis, and then we converted them to a monthly basis. And now we've even had the chance to have them online through the church's Facebook page. And right. that was for about maybe two years or so. And so because of the pandemic coming along, which really and truly, I did not personally pay much attention to the implications of it at first mm-hmm. or the trajectory of where it would go. And, you know, the nation as a whole didn't know much about it to begin with. But we had a sense of a transition from the Bible studies that we were going to have to close them down for just a second, just right. to be cautious and to see where this led in the country. And so at that moment, you and I were actually having a discussion about some other things and you were sharing some things with our family about different avenues you take within the school district to reach out to your students and school community. And so you mentioned, well, Joy, why don't you start a podcast? And I said, you know what? I think I will. 
for ministry purposes. Right. And so one thing led to another and the Lord did allow that release to come forth. And actually, when I've meditated on it now and looked back, it was actually... I believe the hand of God in perfect timing because, again, so much was going on and, you know, you're not necessarily focused and you're focused more on the medical and the health issues of the pandemic that God worked it out. And so we we had to pause one ministry avenue out of the others that we do. And then immediately this was launched. And so I started thinking about it and, and researching it in February, but we actually launched April the 10th. And I want to point out for your listeners, they may not get to see behind the scenes of all the ministry and the planning that we do, not just as ministers, but also as a family. Um, Obviously, large gatherings weren't allowed, so we had to put a pause on the Tuesday night Bible study. But I want to emphasize that your podcast, you went about it in the right way. You sought wisdom from mentors and you checked with your, your local body. This is not something like, well, I'm going to get my brand out there or my personal logo. Unspeakable joy is not about what you necessarily are doing, but it's about what God is doing in the community. And you've done a great job bringing ministers and putting the spotlight on Jesus. Because many times when people do start a podcast, I've been in podcasting for about half a decade already for education and different things that I'm learning about and progressing in. But it's such a joy, pun intended, to see you putting the spotlight on Jesus. It's not about building your personal brand. It's not about your own celebrity. But you are lifting up the name of Jesus. And the Bible says that as he's lifted up, he will draw all men unto you. That's what the Tuesday night Bible studies were about. That's what our home church has taught us to be about. And so to see you reach not just the community of Yorktown and the Bible studies, but all around the world. It's so refreshing to see that. And so I'm going to move into our next question. And what do you hope that people learn through this journey? This is a little bit more of a a new adventure for you. So tell us a little bit, what have you learned through podcasting and what do you hope people learn through this journey? That is so true, Jonathan. This journey has definitely taken me to places that I hadn't anticipated in the sense that, of course, you know, okay, this is my task in a sense. This is my new thing that God wants me to do to reach out to others, but I didn't anticipate a way that it would grow. And what I mean by that is that it would grow to do well across the nations. And even then, like you said, it's not about me. It's not about numbers. And I say that humbly, but confidently. It's about the Lord. And even the way that I've constructed the podcast and the Lord has led me to do it. I know other people do theirs a little differently or maybe have a video of them, you know, recording their podcast. I'm just not led to do that because the way that the Lord has had me to do that is to do just an audio version, just to reach out to people where they're at. And what my goal is through this podcast is, first of all, to be a blessing to them, to share different things about my life story, my faith, my journey, my low times, even sometimes just to be honest, to be real and even even the victories that God has given us to encourage the body of Christ in their own faith. And like you said, I, I love the fact that we're able to bring in different people to interview them from different ministry areas that God has placed them, the missionary, the pastor, the prophet, the evangelist, and the teacher, and just to see how God has used their lives also in the ministry, in our Christian walk to be prosperous, to be successful, and to be a blessing to others. So yes, through this 
platform, I believe God just wants me to share and to uplift and to encourage and to let people know that God's unspeakable joy, the fact that we can just know him and be able to make him known is what life is all about. And I just praise God for the doors he has opened and for the fact even too, uh, I was actually talking to somebody, Jonathan, about how the podcast is run and conducted and things. And and I mentioned to her a way that it is for them in private when they don't want people to necessarily see that they're hearing a sermon or hearing a preacher that they can listen to the gospel and get the message. But she said, those are the people that are yearning for the gospel the most. And when they have that privacy to hear on their smart device, to hear on their trip to work, that's where God's going to meet them and touch them. And they'll be able to be transformed. And ultimately, we pray, give their life to Christ. That's so awesome. Taking the gospel of Jesus Christ to the people who maybe they would never come to a Tuesday night Bible study or step foot in a church, but they're curious about the gospel. In fact, we see this nationwide, this trending where people will identify themselves as spiritual, but maybe not typically religious and kind of the disassociations of certain traditional denominations and and population trends we see in the country and marrying that with the explosion of personalized content. I mean, even just in our media, shifting away from broadcast or even cable packages to now everybody's got a streaming service for something with your uh, different networks now moving more to streaming subscriptions. And so people are used to this kind of on-demand culture. And that's something that I incorporate into my podcasting trainings with the school district is that even our students are growing up and they're saying, well, why do I have to subscribe to your personal schedule, why can't I just get the information I want when I need it? And so to see that you're able to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ into people's homes when they are seeking and searching, that's such a powerful tool. You know, one of my ministry philosophies is that the gospel is always powerful, but it also needs to be palatable so that when we present, like the the Apostle Paul tells us, I'm all things to all men that I might win some to Christ. So podcasting now has become a tool to where we can meet those people where they are, where they're searching, and in a relatable way. It's not a structured sermon necessarily. You're having a conversation, and it reminds me of when Jesus, he would preach in the synagogue, but then he would go and eat with people in their homes. And so, I mean, that's a very clear parallel to podcasting yes we meet the bible says not to forsake the assembling of yourselves whether it's online because in your area maybe you're not allowed to meet right now physically or if you are and you're taking precautions in your local body but also that meet like jesus said my meat is to do what my master sent me to do i'm paraphrasing of course but to see yes we have our um responsibilities as associate ministers we have our avenues we have our stations our offices and the fivefold ministry but now this podcast unspeakable joy is another way to minister to people that's not so formal you know i'm not i love to wear a tie to church but i'm just sitting here in just a long sleeve tee enjoying the cold front and we're talking about jesus in a conversational tone in a way that gets to people where they are. That is so true, Jonathan. And a little backstory too on the podcast. Um, you know, you're talking about reaching people. My goal too, and I, I shared this with mom the other day, is that 
you know, even though a lot of research was taken and and had to be conducted and different apparatuses and pieces of microphone and, you know, thankfully we already had, you know, access to the software and stuff. But even though a lot went into first launching this and now even producing shows, thank you for helping me, by the way, to produce the first couple and teaching me and instructing me and everything. But people may not know this, but it takes a couple of hours, especially when I first started out, but to plan, record and produce and edit and then publish for an individual person. When I talk myself to the audience, the people that are tuning in, takes about three hours, maybe four to get the whole thing from start to finish. Now, when there's actually an interview that's conducted, it takes a lot longer because there's a longer segment and other things that go into play. So that a lot of times takes about six or seven hours to fully publish. So all in all, and I say this humbly again, just to inform the people, all in all, the price that it takes to sacrifice time and put in effort to these podcasts is very special and precious to me. And as long as we touch at least what I was telling mom the other day, at least one person, each episode is priceless and it's worth it because that person's life is being transformed and so again they can access this at any time any place live archived and it's forever out there to be shared with others amen and i want to thank you again and we your audience thank you for being obedient to that call and i just want to brag on my big sister for a minute for you listeners god has blessed her with communication skills and it was surprising you know i've helped her do some research and look into some other avenues and broadcasters and podcasters and the the equipment that we have is standard for the industry you know we're we're not in some fancy studio we're using what we can and, and we're uh, being wise in the steps that we're taking to grow the ministry because it's not about like I said her personal brand and what I wanted to focus on was the fact that we see some famous people even who are just putting content out there for their audiences and we're like wow you know we're we're right on par with this stuff and you haven't had any professional training in podcasting but it's not about building your celebrity it's about spreading the gospel and just seeing that ministry flow very naturally a lot of these episodes that you guys hear are not scripted word for word she's not like a a hollywood actor who gets a script and okay you read the script and maybe improvise a line or two this is just the leading of the holy spirit and that is where she shines and i feel like that's the appeal of the podcast. You guys tune in knowing that you're not going to get a rundown. It's not an online class. It's not, a like I said, a formal sermon. It is someone who has experience, even from a young age, with the power of God and who knows how to minister the gospel, just speaking to you in your language, where you are, in your situations. Someone who goes through life with family, who goes through a secular job, someone who lives where we live and understands what we're going through. And that's why the ministry of Jesus was so effective. The Bible says that he was familiar with every temptation that we deal with. He was one of us. He walked among us. He lived among us. John 1:14 says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And so I've been blessed and I know that I'm speaking for the listening audience. We have all been blessed by you sharing the not just your wisdom but the wisdom of the word of god with us in a way that we can understand and as a public school teacher i appreciate how you break down a very complex subject matter in a way that we can understand so my last question here kind of winding down the interview 
What advice do you have for young people who feel that calling to ministry? You said that you felt that call at seven years old and you began taking those steps. So what are the next steps for people who feel called to the ministry? Well, first of all, Jonathan, thank you for all of that. It's It's been a rewarding journey through this platform that God has given us for this season. And I just want to thank God and praise God for his goodness in this process, because without him, it doesn't matter how many degrees, how much education, how many accolades one person has. It all goes back to the fact that we are who we are because of Jesus, because of what he's done for us and through us. And in turn, we want to give that to others. And that is what ministry is. We want to serve others and point back to the one that we have experienced in our life and has brought us salvation. And so, yes, ministry for me started as a young child. And again, seeing God move in and out of our lives for years after that added to that calling upon our life that we wanted to share Jesus and his power with others. And so if there's young people out there listening today that you feel a calling of God upon your life and you want to step out and you're curious or you're wondering or you're saying, well, I want to do something for Jesus. Absolutely, you can. And it may not be a podcast. It may not be an associate minister. It may not be, you know, being an author of a book, but it may be depends what God has called you to do. I was hearing another minister the other day on her podcast, and she said, we're all called to do something different for the Lord. And while some callings have more responsibility, more accountability than others, it doesn't necessarily mean, according to the Lord, that one is more important than the other. And so, young person, if you feel called to the ministry, I would say, first of all, seek the Lord, talk to your parents, talk to your pastors, your spiritual covering and say, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? Many times our ministry is associated with what God has done in our lives and the gifts and the talents he's equipped us with or that he will equip us with. Things that we take pleasure in doing that bring us joy. And so evaluate your life, get some counsel, get some wisdom, and most importantly, do what God has called you to do and take the steps also to get Educated. That's good. There are many different avenues, whether you feel called to the marketplace, the mainstream area of life, whether you feel to be a teacher, a banker, a medical professional, you know, many different things. Even if you're called to be a mother, a stay-at-home parent, right. a stay-at-home father, can you imagine the great task of raising sons and daughters after the way of the Lord. That may be the next Billy Graham. That may be the next John Osting, the next Reinhard Bonnke. You never know the implications of your sowing and how they will reap a harvest. So even if you're called to the forefront as a minister where people know your name, they know your face, they know your calling and your fruit, whatever God has called you to do, walk in that and so this lady on her podcast said stay in your lane we all have a different lane and we're striving for the prize of the mark of the high calling she said stay in your lane and do what god has called you to do and as you see other people in their lane cheer them on that's good. encourage them even if their lane is just to be a local minister ministering to the homeless ministering to the needy passing out food and clothing or just loving on people in their neighborhoods If that is what God's called you to do, do it. So 
get wisdom, get counsel, and if you need to, get educated. There's lots of Bible schools out there. Of course, I preach that Christ of the Nations is the best Bible school, but there's a lot of uh, tools and resources. There's even online Bible schools and, and places of education where you can get trained specifically in what you feel called to do, whether that's worship ministry, youth, missions, pastoral, evangelistic, marketplace, counseling, Whatever God has called you to do, there are ways that you can learn valuable tools and network with others in order to be successful in the sense that we bring people to Jesus. I love that illustration to see stay in your lane. We all have our own lane, but we all have the same destination pointing people to Jesus Christ. Joy, I've had so much fun interviewing you today and hearing from uh, not just your life experiences, but sharing that wisdom with your listeners as well. I'm a little bit spoiled because I get to spend more time with you as your little brother. and We share revelations and build off of each other like iron sharpens iron. But for people who want to go back and hear more episodes, let them know how they can get more of this content before I close this out for today. Yes, Jonathan. So actually today, as we list that information, I wanted to praise God for this opportunity once again and let the listeners know that they have faithfully been listening to our podcast for two seasons. This is actually the last show for season two. And so I thank God again for his goodness and his faithfulness and for giving me a voice to the nations. And so season two is wrapped up today and we'll be launching season three very soon. So stay tuned for that. And you can listen to both seasons and upcoming shows by tuning in through your smart device, through your computer, your laptop online. And you can find us at anchor.fm slash unspeakable dash joy. Or you can go to my ministry website, which is wix.com slash lajoy6 slash unspeakable dash joy. And we just thank Thank you again for being a faithful audience, for tuning into the shows, for the broadcast that has blessed you, and for listening and sharing this broadcast with others. You can even go back and hear old shows and share them with others and just let Jesus touch people's lives with his unspeakable joy. Thank you so much, Joy. It's been fun. And for you listeners, this is the end of season two. We're so glad that you have joined us for this journey. And as always, we want to encourage you to pursue God's calling on your life. Be faithful wherever he's called you to be, because as the Apostle Paul writes in 3 John 1, 4, he has no greater joy than to see his children walking in the truth. So continue to be faithful, continue to learn and grow. Tune into the podcast, be faithful to your local church, serve where God has called you to serve, and you will experience his unspeakable joy. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you guys.